the reality of running your own business or, or, or just making your own way in the world, even as an employee and, and moving from different roles, we have to self-lead. We have to be disciplined. We can't drink. We can't get drunk middle, in, the, in the middle of the week and turn up to turn up to work with with, with a hangover if it's our business because we don't get any work done and we don't get to send invoices out and we don't get any money. You're listening to the Client Catching Podcast, the show that uncovers how high-performing service-based business leaders are successfully navigating the ocean of complexity around growing their business. Now, as anyone with the talent and guts to start a business knows, it takes a lot more to grow one than just being great at what you do, and you can't do it alone. So this podcast will show you how other captains of their own ship, just like you, have found the right strategy to catch more clients, simplified everything, and transform their business. So if you're ready to do the same, then jump aboard and join me, Adam King, host and the captain at Think Like a Fish, and let's go fishing. This episode of the Client Catching Podcast is sponsored by the Think Like a Fish £100,000 Growth Accelerator Mentorship Program. Now, it's designed to help you add £100,000 of new client revenue by implementing my proprietary growth methodology into your business, the Growth Accelerator ecosystem. And it's done so that you can repeat it again and again and grow your business to the next level. And unlike most consulting programs out there, I'm so confident the results that you can get from this that the bulk of your investment is linked to you landing clients and hitting predetermined revenue targets up to £100,000. Now, if you're curious and you want to see how this all works, then register for my on-demand masterclass, the three growth accelerators that can add £100,000 plus of new client revenue to your business in six to 12 months. And you can do that at thinklikeafish.co.uk slash masterclass. That's thinklikeafish.co.uk slash masterclass. Well, hello and welcome to the Client Catching Podcast. Now, to succeed in business today, we have to stand out and being good at what we do is no longer enough. We we really need to build our influence because in today's volatile, uncertain and complex world, your best clients value people who genuinely connect with them at a human level. They don't want dry academic theory. They want smart collaborators who can help them grow and succeed in the reality of their busy, stressful and chaotic lives. So whether we work for an organization or for ourselves, it's up to us to create the professional brand, thinking and content that we need to attract business, clients, people and resources. Now, the problem is none of this just happens. You actually have to be intentional in creating it. But don't worry, helping people build their confidence and their influence is what my guest today excels at. Now, he comes from a corporate background. He's held senior leadership roles in the UK, Australasia, Central Europe and Russia. And he's now a leading thinker in transformation and influence, helping leaders to unlock their inner talents for success and happiness. Now, his book, Time to Shine, Adapting Who You Are and What You Know to Succeed in the Ideas Economy, explains what we need to do, be and build to show up as successful, fulfilled and authentic influencers. So if you're ready to unlock your full potential, you're going to absolutely love listening to my guest on the Client Catching Podcast today, Mark Hodgson. Mark, welcome to the show. Hi, Adam, and uh, thanks for having me on. Ah, it's an absolute pleasure, Mark. So what is this whole thing about influence and why do you believe that it's it's so important that we focus on that today as 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 individuals, but also as businesses? Yeah, it's a it's a really interesting one. I I, I guess the you know, the idea of uh, of 
sort of standing out and and, and have, having having a professional and, and personal brand that that's been around for quite a long time and it's always been a, a good thing to have i think what's changed is that's now become an essential um i like to talk about this idea that um you know the way most people show up they they, they basically trade on their on their expertise and their experience. And I've got this Venn diagram here. So imagine a, a three circles. The, the first one says expertise and expertise, expertise is about what I know. Uh, the second one is experience and that's where I've been. So and at the intersection of expertise and experience is credibility. So the, most people basically show up as what you would call credible subject matter experts. Uh, and for a long time, that's been enough. And that's, that's how people, you know, they uh, certainly have a, people of a certain age. So I'm, I'm 54. Uh, most people I work with who are sort of 45 and 45 plus. They grew up in a world of, that's really what you did. You you trade. You became a, a subject matter expert, and you do that by getting qualifications, maybe going to university or, or trade qualifications. You join a large organisation, probably, uh, and then work your way up from you know from from a, from some kind of entry level. And over time, um, you know, you were promoted, and tenure was rewarded, and length of service was rewarded. And that's how you became promoted. So fundamentally, you made a career uh, by trading as a subject matter expert, um, and that's kind of that's great. Um, but I think uh, that's I, I now say that's necessary, but no longer sufficient, uh, because as, as as great as it is to be a credible subject matter expert, of course, we now live in a digital age. So uh, the digital age is amazing. Technology is extraordinary. I mean, Adam, you're in the UK and London. I'm actually sitting in uh, in in Sydney. Uh, we're literally literally on the other, other side of the planet. Uh, Twelve thousand miles away, and we're, we're we're speaking as if we're in the as if we're in the same room, um, which is extraordinary. And, and just to clarify, Mark, you're you're not actually Australian. You lived in the UK and you've moved out to Australia. That's that's right. right. So I'm 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 a, I'm a native Londoner. I used to, uh, my last place I lived in London was it was in um, uh, was in Blackheath uh, near, near near Greenwich. So uh, yeah, we left there left there about twenty years ago. Um, so, but, but, so technology is, is ubiquitous. It's, it's and and it's cheap. You know, we we which we're speaking for next to nothing, and, and we're actually have got a video as well as the sound for the podcast, and that's extraordinary. So that, but that's transformed the world. So, um, and so subject matter expertise is is amazing, but what we're also finding because it's now a global economy, it's a connected economy due to technology. You know, if all you are is a subject matter expert, you're becoming commoditized because the world's full of subject matter experts, and countries like the UK, where you are, and Australia, where I am. We're actually relatively expensive places to do business. So there are there are there are other subject matter experts from all parts of the world um, who are cheaper than us. So if we're gonna if we're gonna compete with those people, we've got to do more than just be subject matter experts. So going back to that expertise and experience model, there's a third thing that we need to bring out, and that's our essence. When we bring out our essence, and um, as well as well as being credible, we're also convicted and authentic. Um, and that's sort of bringing to life our personality. What's different about us? What are we passionate about? What do we care about? And wrapping all of that up, that's what basically makes us interested and engaging, and that's how we build our influences. And so simplistically, it's not enough now just to be a subject matter expert. We have to show up uh, uh, in, in a way that's interesting in, in, our, in, our, in our whole self, our, our, our authentic self, and we have to do that intentionally, and we need, we need to really work out a way that we are different, um, that, 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 that's unique about us, that, 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 set, that sets us out um, beyond, just, beyond, just our subject matter, beyond just our subject matter expertise. And that's where the influence piece comes in. Yeah, being a subject matter expert, expertise, I mean, that's banded around um, quite a lot still. Mm. But that's the price of entry. 
exactly it, right it's kind of like you know the qualifications that's the price of entry it's just because you've got a load of letters after your name whatever you might be if you're a professional if you're you know it's a financial service uh, professional that kind of thing well you're kind of expected to have those just to get your you know to be able to legitimately hold your your sign up uh, you know on the on your on your door and, and say i'm in business um but that's not you know that's not enough to have a a path of of clients beating your part of the door no matter how much you know you've worked bloody hard to do that and get those qualifications your potential clients they don't they don't have a clue they don't know what it's like to um have to go through what you've gone through to actually get those qualifications and they don't actually then necessarily have a frame of reference to understand mm. what is different about one person with the same set of qualifications and another. So uh, talk about the essence piece a little bit more, because I think that sounds like it's it, it's a new one on me. Or, and what is that essence piece and, and how does that really bring out the difference? Yeah, so so so, yeah, expert, so expertise is, is what I know. Expertise is where I've been. Essence is who I be. It's who you be. It's who, who are you? Um, and, and, that, and that, if you like, that, that adds colour to 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 our professional brand um so obviously obviously you know so we need we i'm not i'm not saying i'm not saying we, we our expertise is not important of course it is that credible subject matter expertise piece is very important uh, but it is commoditized and the other thing of course that's happened through technology especially the internet is expertise is of itself probably it's commoditized itself so it's reduced in value because there's not much we can't find out with a few clicks on the internet we have you know we have we have access to extraordinary levels of of information and, 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 um, and knowledge. So that's no longer the point of difference that it probably was 10, 20, 30 years ago. Um, so the, the, you know, there, 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 there's that lovely phrase that, uh, and this, this, this can sound quite insulting to some people, but we almost have to obsess more on, on being different than being better. And let me explain that. Um, the, the, you know, the, the, we live in a marketplace where, there's, as, I've said, as I've said, there's a lot of people competing um, for the same pieces of consultancy business, the same jobs, the same promotions, the same the, 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 the same commercial opportunities. So we've got to differentiate ourselves. What's different about us? And the, the you know, and if we if we say that uh, having subject matter expertise is the price of turning up, and it is, um, then what's different about us? What else are we bringing? That's the essence piece. That's the who we be piece. So that's what we're passionate about. That's uh, that shows what we're interested, what we care about. Um, other aspects of our life potentially. Imagine just, just paint a picture of who we are, because um, you know, on any given day, and I know you talk about this in, in, in the pod, Adam. On any given day, we, we're, we're subject to literally thousands and thousands and thousands of messages, and we, you know, we, 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 we've got to make some decisions about what we actually choose to engage with and pay some attention to. So if we're just bland and undifferentiated, chances are we're not going to cut through. Um, but if we have something about us that, that, that talks that we get a bit of personality, someone we might want to follow, someone we find interesting, someone we relate, we relate to, um, then that actually that, that's, that's where the brand actually starts to work for us. Mm. So, for example, I'm, I'm an expert in leadership and transformation and change. Uh, and I, have, I do a lot of social media work, especially on LinkedIn, where I talk about that. I also have my own website and my own, um, my own blog. Uh, my weekly weekly blog but i also talk about other things i'm interested in so for example i still play rugby so i, I write about rugby and team ethics occasionally i row what of course called a surfboat which is a which is a seven meter long 
uh, boat and, and there's, there's myself and four, three other rowers and, and, a, and, a, and a guy who steers called a sweep. So that's five of us rowing a boat. I talk about that. I talk also about my interest in, um, in, in men's mental health. So I do some, some work in, in, that, in that space. So the way I like to paint this idea of the essence, like a mosaic, if you can imagine a mosaic with, you know, in, in, in the middle of the mosaic might be one circle and that, and that circle might be the, you know, our, our real core subject matter expertise. But typically there'll be other little circles around that about our family and our, 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 what we're passionate about, our sports, our hobbies, uh, what we're interested in at a community level. All little, little facets, if you like, that to, together combine to create a professional and personal brand that we can communicate and bring to life importantly it's authentic therefore actually once you get over yourself it's actually quite easy to talk about and it gives us depth and color in a world that say that's screaming and, and very noisy that's the kind of thing that we're drawn mm. to and we connect with in the same way as with you know in the same way as with a podcast for example one of the beautiful things about the podcast media uh, medium is that we if we find people we resonate with or we like and we kind of we kind of choose to tune into their channel and every week we kind of we kind of we go on a journey with them and they bring guests into our world and they inform and, and, and feed our curiosity. So that's the power of bringing all of us, if you like, all of our authentic self into the world uh, as a professional brand that's also commercially smart. And that's what the influencer piece is all around as well. Yeah, because we all like to think that our expertise is unique, but the reality is there are a lot of people that can do what we do. A, you know, from the viewpoint of your potential clients, because if you're if you're selling insurance, if you're an advisor, if you're a coach, if you're a marketing person, to your client, you're all the same. The only thing that is different is you as an individual. So why wouldn't you bring your whole self? And this is something that I've had to kind of get over. You, you mentioned that once you do yeah. get over yourself, yeah. That was something that I, I I came from the corporate background and I was running marketing departments. I sat behind the curtain and I marketed other people and other things. But when you start doing your own thing, it becomes a very different uh, a different beast and you suddenly have to you know, put yourself out there, all that kind of thing. And that could be, you know, that could be intimidating. And I think that a, a lot of this comes down to a, 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 maybe a, a, an overused word or term. It's, it's about leadership. And I've heard a quote and I, it may have been a Jay Abraham one or something, but it's it's people are silently begging to be led. And I guess the essence thing is actually, you know, going from managing to leadership in a weird way. You're mm. not simply, this is what I know. It's, this is what I, you know, the whole Simon Sinek, this is what I believe. This is my mission. This is where I'm going. This is what's different. And if you want to come along, I'd love to, I'd love to have you. But if you don't, that's all, that's also okay as well. Because, yeah, people have been following leaders for thousands and thousands of years. I mean, we're coming up to Christmas. Just think of the, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the guy with the beard who is still having his story told after 2,000 years. Mm. Um, it's, it's that kind of thing. There's, there's an essence to everybody that has a following and, and people connect. So, I mean, it, you know, that's a big part of what you do as well, isn't it? The whole leadership and, and all that kind of thing. And when it comes to the, 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 the book that you wrote, The Time to Shine, do you want to sort of tell me the the i guess the the story of of how you got to the place where you had your book inside you and you got it out and yeah how 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 that came out of you and, and what it's meant for you personally but also the people that have um worked with you and read the book and all that kind of thing sure sure so i'll i'll pick i'll pick up on your leadership point i agree with that 100 percent. i would add to that 
um, probably hopefully to help uh, people listening to this is I think I think the twist on that is that we actually are in the age of self-leadership. So I do a lot of mentoring. I work with about 30 clever people each year, motivated professionals, helping them to, to, to build their influence, to build their personal and professional brand and, and to, in a commercial way. And I think it's important to understand this isn't just a vanity piece. Uh, when you do this well, you make more money. And if you don't do it well, I think you risk being commoditized and potentially not uh, and struggling financially. Um, so it's the self-leadership piece. And I think we live in an age, I talk about this idea of the VUCA world, but volatile, uncertain, complex and ambiguous and we actually need so so we need to take responsibility for our own futures and our own our own our own and, and, and setting and, and our own growth and our own personal and professional development. So that's the self leadership piece. And in and a just sense, on that, Mark, before you go on, I just want to jump in and ask a question around that and and whether you think it, uh, this because it's not just self leadership around the things that um, you've identified there. It's self leadership to actually avoid distractions that are everywhere because. It's a noisy world. There's so much information coming out, as, as you said, you know, as we sort of covered before. But it's not just the information; it's the temptations, it's the easiness. I mean, you can decide to self-lead and do certain things, but you're also self-leading and deciding to do things that are potentially negative. Sitting on the t- you know sofa, watching, you know, binge-watching Netflix all the time and eating nothing but bad food. That's mm. a choice of self-leadership. So I guess it's it's sort of understanding what you want from that self-leadership and having that discipline to be able to shut out all the distractions and all the noise and actually decide on your own path which I think is difficult and it's something that you covered at the beginning because we are conditioned from an early age right go to school get good grades get you know go to university get a good job blah 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 blah. that's not reality anymore And, and companies don't value that and certainly clients don't value that so that's a really hard thing for people, I think, to to learn. And you really need to be self-aware before you even get to that point where you think, right, I need to now self-lead. I mean, is, is, does that and absolutely? So, so, so the so the uh, so the the yeah, the precursor to self-leadership is self-awareness. We have to be aware of how are we showing up, what are we doing well, what are the gaps, where are we trying to get to, where are we starting from, that. Uh, that often can be quite a hard conversation with ourselves and you know and it also means often means we need to make ourselves vulnerable um but so that so the so that's the, the self-leadership piece is, is very important and you know and if we go back as, as you know as I, I sort of painted that picture of, of, of the old the older the older maybe the older listener here 45 plus but it, it not this is not exclusively true it's, it's also true of true of true younger as well yeah this idea of a, of, a, of a benevolent cradle-to-grave employer, and you might have two or three jobs in a 40-year career, um, that is long gone. And we all know that the idea, this idea of the new world of work and the gig economies and people, maybe you may have having 15 or 20 different roles. So there is no benevolent cradle-to-grave um, you know, uh, employer who's going to look after you. That's why it's important to lead ourselves. We have to take uh, responsibility for our own futures and our own future success and to your point a big part of that is we have to be disciplined uh, and I now I, I'm an ex-corporate leader so I, I've, I've kind of very much had a foot in that camp for oh, 25 years I'm, I'm, I've spent the last um, sort of nine years now running my own uh, leadership consultancy and transformation consultancy and boy is that a big step which is where the time to shine book comes in and I'll get to that in a second the the you know but the 
what the the the, the to, to be successful outside of a corporate world um it you know or, and you're part entrepreneur you're part solopreneur you're part business owner you're trying to do a whole lot of things you need to do a whole lot of things and absolutely you know this idea of some wacky entrepreneur and makes a gazillion dollars overnight i mean there's a few of them i guess but you know adam you you you, you run your own business most of the people listening to this you know we've all been around the block one or two times and we we've done it enough to know you know those are the wild exceptions and the reality of running your own business or, or, or just making your own way in the world, even as an employee and, and moving from different roles, we have to self-lead. We have to be disciplined. We can't drink. We can't get drunk middle, in, the, in the middle of the week and turn up to turn up to work with with, with a hangover if it's our business because we don't get any work done and we don't get to send invoices out and we don't get any money. So self-discipline, things like you know, this resilience piece is very important. So things like sleep, nutrition, health. Uh, social health. I mean, there's a whole lot. We can go. I mean, we can talk about any of these things for a whole lot of time. But the point is, you know, we need we need to be almost like at them. Probably the the, the the closest metaphor that people may understand. We need to condition ourselves like athletes. You know, we've got to look after ourselves. We've got to we've got to make sure we show up consistently well in this new world of work to give ourselves the chance to be successful. So that's the self that's the self leadership piece. So, um, and, and what I did to come at the time, so where Time to Shine came from, so you did ask a question. Where yeah, time somewhere to, in my ramble, I did it, ask a question. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. So where Time to Shine came from, and actually this, this is interesting, uh, well, I hope it's interesting, um, I didn't actually disappear for six months and, inverted commas, uh, write, my, write my book. Uh, uh, time to Shine is actually compilation. So across, I write a weekly blog called Pinch of Thought, I've been doing that for oh, six, seven years now. And essentially, Time to Shine, which I, which, which I, which I published uh, probably two and a half years ago now, um, that's a compilation of about 100 of my blogs. Um, and what's interesting about that is there's a, there's a few principles in that. Firstly, and you know, we, we need to be productive when we create content to build our professional brand to create our influence, okay? So you haven't got time to go and disappear for six months, not earning any money and writing your book. So it's, this is about creating content and using it multiple times. So I wrote a blog, I published it to my list, put it on LinkedIn, and you know, repeat, repeat, repeat. So the, the, these, these, these pieces of thought would, have, would obviously have, uh, would have been part of how I attract work and, 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 and attract business and customers. But then after a certain stage, when I had around 100 of them, I compiled them, put them together, um, put them into six sections. There's things like self-leadership, mind, uh, mindset, uh, building a winning mindset, a thought leadership. There's about six, six sections of the thing. But effectively, what the, I guess, both the breadth, but also the process and the length of time these things took, they mapped my own journey and my own learning from being a corporate leader to being, uh, to be on the other side of that, of that, that jumping off, you know, the corporate, um, mm. I guess, platform and going on that helter skelter dip, dippy ride to actually, uh, become a, become a successful, consultant and a successful solopreneur and the highs and lows of that and uh, you know as I'm sure, yeah there, there are lots of lows uh there are, there's a massive learning curve it's a very very different world uh, it's a much harder world in many ways but i think once you come through it once you and 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 what i do now is i help a lot of people i mentor a lot of people to so help them move through and not get stuck at the bottom of the dip which is enthusiasm uh, wanes they don't they're not as successful as quickly as they'd hoped uh they're not earning money like they thought um and then they start to get into this fearful small place and that's where we need to not let them stay mm. 
that we get them out of there. Um, but but, fun, but once you go through the other side, of it, you have perspective, and that's really I've chronicled that in many ways in time to shine. So, mm. um, you know, and, and and it's funny as even if I, even I look back and I deliberately didn't rewrite some of the early ones because I look back at some of the early ones. And it's a bit like you know when if you've gone to college or university or something, and you, you in your in your third year or your final year, you look back at what you wrote in the in like the, the first semester of the first term. And you go, oh gee, yeah. that was a bit naive. Well, that was a bit rough. It was a bit simple. I've deliberately kept some of those in without rewriting them. And they're not don't get me wrong; they're not terrible. It's just if mm. I wrote them, if I wrote them now, I'd write them probably a bit, a bit more confident and, and also shorter because brevity is the new black. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, and, and and but but they're, 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 I guess that in I think for the reader though. Uh, they actually add value in sense of, mm. I mean, they've, they're, uh, they give a sense of, of, a, of a journey and, and that, that hero's journey, which is, which is uh, the, 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 the title of my second book, which is called Second Half Hero. Um, mm. So there's a sense of journey, but also that sense of personal growth and discovery. But also, and I think this is really crucial and this kind of loops back to the influencer piece, I also am very honest and authentic and open and vulnerable and say, yeah, mm. I, I was fearful, I made a mistake. I was arrogant. I was this. I was that. I was the other thing. And that that people, you know, people people relate to that because we we all have fears. We've all mm. stuffed up. You know, we've all thought we've all made we've all made big leaps. And, oh shit! I wish I, that was a mistake. You know, yeah. And when but then it's only it's only when we share that stuff that people connect with us, um, and that we can all and that we actually help and learn from each other. As a and certainly I, I am not and I I never. Um, I never sort of try and position myself. I've got this all worked out, you know, just, just you, if you do this and you can be like, I mean, absolutely not. I still haven't got it all worked out. You know, mm. um, I, I know a lot more than I did, you know, sort of seven, eight years ago. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a keen student as you are of, of this whole piece. And I love the journey and I'm mm. looking for now. Unlike many 54 year olds, I am so excited about the next decade of my career and my life. You know, I'm not sitting there trying to survive mm. in just being cut out of a corporate uh, structure or anything like that. Mm. Um, and that's the, that's the benefit of doing all the hard, all the hard work to actually create opportunities, mm. diverse client bases, the ability to travel. I'm mean, you and I had a met at a, at a conference in London, which I yeah. just flew up to uh, London for, which was very cool. I mean, you know, I don't have to put in holiday forms, uh, but I also don't get paid <laughs> when I'm on holiday. So it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a mixed blessing, but it's about designing your life. And I think that's, the, that's the whole thing. Time to shine really is about taking the steps, doing the self work, um, having the discipline, all the things we spoke about, mm. to be able to position yourself at a place when you are in, um, you're giving yourself the put it this way, you're giving yourself the best possible chance to be successful both professionally and personally. And I think one of the crucial things to understand in this is that the professional and the personal life are now smashed together. Now you're you're Absolutely. a bit younger than me. Uh, I, I'm, I'm I say I'm 54, and I you know. I, I I remember when a fax was a new thing. You know, I, yeah. I, years ago, I worked in an office where um, and we were um, we had an American. I worked for a company called Camp America, which I think still exists, and it sends kids off to American summer camps. And at that time, when we this was this has been in the where are we now? This would be about. Uh, 1985, something like that. I mean, there was a, there was all this D, DHL or FedEx in you know documents back and forth across the Atlantic, and then the fax machine was invented. It was it was amazing. With was, that was great. That black paper came out of stuff, and you could actually yeah. immediately still get all these bits of paper, and that was massive technology. You know, so I remember that. I remember that was a thing. That but that when in that era era, so I'm, I'm, this should be black sepia tone this piece. Um, yeah. But in that, era, <laughs> that era, but the point is in that era when when you went you went to work at sort of nine o'clock. 
finished at five o'clock on a Friday night when you went home at five o'clock or five thirty uh, on a Friday night, you didn't think or have any contact with work until Monday morning at nine o'clock or eight thirty. Yeah. Whereas now, as we all know, we are always on twenty four seven connected, courtesy of the smartphone. So and our our, pro, our professional and our private personal lives are completely intertwined. And that's mm. coming back to the essence piece. Why I think it's actually important that we are able to show up um, authentically. It, is that blend of, of that we are in an appropriate way. You don't want to splash all yeah. your private, I'm, I'm not advocating splashing your private life everywhere, but I'm saying you can be holistic because I think the reality yeah. is our lives are holistic. And also if we do our professional life well, our personal life tends to go well. We show up work well at home and, and, and that, that feeds mm. positively. It also of course feeds negatively. So shit work yes. equals shit home equals shit work and then that becomes a negative yeah. descending spiral. And I think, I think actually we're seeing a lot of that with increased levels of stress and anxiety and you know, dis, um, you know, disquiet and a whole load of things. Mm. So I, I guess I know we're covering a lot of stuff here, but the, the, my, 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 my absolute deeply held belief is in this fast changing digital world, we do need to do this work I'm talking about uh, to our self work, take responsibility for our own um, success and happiness. Um, but when we do, you know, and with all the technology and so forth, it can be an amazing world. But you can't just sit on your ass and sit, sit on some conveyor belt yeah. uh, within, a, within a benevolent organization and hope it's going to carry you from cradle to grave. If that ever existed, and possibly it did, you know, a few decades ago, it doesn't exist now, or certainly not for many people. And uh, I, I, I love this idea. I, I always say to my students that, uh, you know, hope is a beautiful quality, but a pretty poor strategy. You know, so don't 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 rely on someone else to, to look after you. Be depend be be independent. Build your influence. Build your build all your abilities. Do the heart, do the work on yourself, and you'll find it it uh, creates a whole lot of opportunity, uh, and oppor- and 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 diversifies where you can go in, in in your life and 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 your and professionally too. Yeah, because ultimately we are our own biggest asset, and it's how we choose to feed that asset, whether it's you know, learning a particular skill, the expertise side of things, but then you've got to realize you get to a point. It's not just the expertise bit. It's, it's actually the mindset. It's the, the, the way you view your world. It's, it's how you show up in all areas of your life, because yeah, there is that snowball effect to, or knock on effect to how it impacts other, other areas. And I think that the whole, I mean, my take on, on what the digital world is doing to us at the moment, it is, we are living in a world that is just saturated with information as you say you can google something and you can find out that information but what the world is absolutely screaming and crying out for is wisdom and connection and i think that's what your essence piece really is getting at it's there is a difference between information and wisdom and a different a massive difference between information and connection so you're now working on something slightly different which is that second half hero piece and yeah. that's a little bit of an extension of the journey that you've been into up until now. And do you want to just quickly cover what that looks like and what your what your vision for it is is uh, you know going forward? Second half hero is really uh, I, I guess a lot of the so a lot of the people I work with are probably older than 40, 45 plus, and you know simplistically and I painted this picture a little bit. Yeah, you know, they grew up they grew up in that world where there was that cradle to grave security uh, where next year you know when, when organizations used to plan you know 
if they were planning the next year, uh, this time of year, what does next year look like? Well, it's always be all last year plus a bit, you know. Yeah, this year plus fifteen percent. We'll haggle a bit, but that's that's what the targets are. That's what we'll do. Um, it was relatively slow. Um, it was, and essentially, we'd, you'd move into the future by extending the past, and it was relatively predictable. Um, and as I say, and essentially, expertise, qualifications. That's the way you got ahead. That that and time served, if you like. That's how you got ahead. Um, and that was the world. That was the world. A lot of the people who are forty-five and older grew up in. And yeah, and imagine it. Imagine it's like one of those TV commercials, you know, where there's before and after. Now, of course, we live in this VUCA world, volatile, uncertain, complex, ambiguous, massively disruptive, digital, fast. Um, and the the difference between those two is extraordinary. And the reason I talk a lot about helping people to transform and transform, yeah, that can sound like a really big word, but it's it it that's the scale of the change. So, I mean, one of my one of my uh, one of my I can't stand this term continuous improvement. You know. I would just continuously improve. Governments talk a lot about continuous improvement. Mm. Yeah, this is not an evolution. You don't suddenly evolve from from the being being successful in that first paradigm to being successful in our current world. We need to transform, um, and that. So, if, if simplistically, we need to um, reinvent ourselves for that second half, and that's the idea of the second half hero. Um, and whilst I mean, it's kind of. It's kind of, a, I guess, is a midlife thing in one aspect, but in the other, in another essence, I mean, we actually going to have multiple second halves. Coming back to that idea that we might have multiple, 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 multiple careers. Essentially, it's we need to reinvent ourselves, and we need to reinvent ourselves often. The forty-five-year-olds probably need to go for that massive and probably the most painful transform. Piece is a reference to the hero's journey, um, and the the hero's journey, for those who don't know, is, is essentially. Um, how do we how do we unlock the inner hero in us that we all have uh, that wants to be wants to be the most contributive, the best possible version of ourselves, who makes the biggest impact uh, in the world uh, for, for good in our family, in our world, in our profession, in our market? How can we be the best that we want to be? And that's the hero we want. To, we all have in us. We all have that dream. We want to unleash that hero. Um, and essentially, second half hero is helping people to do that. And there's several routes people can take, but the what's interesting is it actually what well, I mean. The 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 the, 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 um, the 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 main routes, I guess, pragmatically. Um, well, firstly, they can if say they're 45 or 50, or well, one they can retire, but most people at 50 can't retire, so that that's not really an option. The second route they can take is to uh, is to redirect what I call redirect. And that means, okay, you know, I, I hate working in the city. I've, I'm going to rip up my suit. I'm going to become a, I'm going to go and work in the National Trust. Uh, I've always wanted to be, I want to, be, want, to, want, to, want, to, want to create a, um, you know, an artisan bakery. That's awesome. And again, that's giving yourself permission to that. But again, that usually uh, entails a significant down uh, a reduction in, in income. Again, if you can afford it, go for your life. God bless you. And well done. And again, and that, there's, that's a perfectly valid thing. But for most people, say you're 45 or 50 and you need to, and this is the point, most of these people need to work for another 10 or probably even 15 years. And the reality is they're probably, unless they reinvent, chances are they're at some, they're, they're at some, uh, they're at danger at some, uh, at some stage and possibly very soon of being made redundant or, you know, or getting stuck in their organization. Because don't forget, um, the reality is they are not, they're unlikely to be as technologically uh, equipped as younger people. And we live in an ageist world. Uh, we don't shout about it, but it's true. Um, you know, there's not many people putting job ads up. Hey, wanted, you know, wanted low energy kind of 
bit stuck in his or her ways, 55 year old, you know, wants yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. Likes to, likes to leave a bit early to avoid the, avoid the rush. You know, no one's got ads like that in, in out there that I've seen anyway. So the, the, so the two realistic um, and pragmatic opportunities for most people are one is that they can, so, so we've talked about retire and redirect. The third one is to reinvent. So that's the, that's the, the route I've gone. That's the fly solo piece. That's to become a consultant. That's to become a solopreneur. And that's really, in a sense, the time to shine route. And if you want to do that, go for your life. I can help you. I'd love to mentor you. Yeah, that, that, that's amazing. Um, but as we've touched on, uh, that's not for most people. So do not kid yourself. If you want to do that, go for your life. And, then, and I don't say this because I think I'm better than you or anything like that. I just know having done it, it's not for everyone. It, you know, it's, uh, income wise, it's far less predictable, certainly for the first few years. And Adam's nodding at me vehemently. Um, you know, we know this. Yeah. We love this. And, you know, uh, and so it's not for everyone. Uh, but if you want to do it, that's great. I can help you do that too. But therefore, what does that leave us? So for most people, the most obvious and pragmatic, and I think actually the best solution for most people, is what I call to recommit. And that's to fall in love with being an employee again, fall in love with work again, uh, which can sound, that can sound really knobby, can't it? That can sound, oh, believe me, you know, I, I, can, I can feel the eye rolls across the world. But the reality is, you know, at some point, uh, you know, cast your mind back if you live in this cohort or, 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 th or, or think you might do at some point. You know, at some point, you've got, you've got a letter from someone or an email from someone say, hey, you've got the job. And you were really excited and you turned up at, at a place of work and you were excited to be part of something. And you're excited about the opportunity to join somewhere. Um, now, again, I'm not naive. I'm not saying we do, we do need to do cartwheels into work every morning. But I do think it's incumbent on us to think, about how, what do we need to do to fall in love with working? And a lot of that comes back to the self-work piece, which is, you know, don't be the grumpy old bugger in the corner with their arms folded. Go, oh, seen this before. We've tried this mm -hmm. before. It didn't work. Oh, 20 years ago, they tried to do that. Oh, look at these young people. They come in here. They want, they want, to, be this, they want to be the boss in 10 minutes. You know, those kind of scripts and, 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 and um, those attitudes, they're not helpful. And they just paint you as old and irrelevant and kind of out of touch. And they're not moving the business forward. Um, and I'm not saying they're not without some merit. Of course they are. Of course they are. Mm. I'm 54. I've been there. I, I know all those things have, some, have a grain of truth in them. But if we, what we need to do is think, okay, how can we, and to your point, Adam, you, you had this lovely thing, you know, I talk about this other experiences where we've been, but if experience unexamined is just, is just experience. You know, it, when you examine experience, so I've worked here for, you know, I've worked here for 20 years. Like, I don't give a shit if you worked here for 20 years. What have you learned in 20 years? When you examine that experience and you extract some principles from it and say, you know, I've worked here for 20 years and here's some things I've seen. Okay. It's a wisdom I can apply to the future. So I said, we, we've seen things like this before. So what, what, with the stuff we're doing with this new, this new approach or this new market or this new opportunity, here's some things I think could work and here's the things that might, that might hold us back that I've seen before. Mm. That is valuable. That's, 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 that, that, that's experience adding value. That, that's experience turning to wisdom. And when you've got that wisdom, when you've got, and, and when, you, when you've got energy, and when you've got those people, you know, the, 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 I mean, the, the whole hero's journey is based on men. You know, the, we, the, the, the hero goes on their journey, but every one of them has a mentor. That's Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's Gandalf in Lord of the Rings. You know, it's, 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 it's Yoda in Star Wars. They're all, they're all elderly. You don't get young mentors. And this is the point. You know, we, we, we age, age re-examined can be awesome. So my, my, I guess what I'm encouraging people through the second half hero piece is to get out of your own way, get rid of those stale and shitty attitudes and that grumbly kind of, and go, you know what? 
I'm going to make the, this decade rather mm. than some kind somehow kind of crawl or hide or somehow or other, you know, just kind of kind of crab sideways for ten years to get to retirement. So retirement, some kind of safe shore. Mm. Um, rather than do that, which by the way is actually probably the least safe uh, strategy anyway. It comes back to that hope hope piece again. And also um, you'd be miserable, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. And, and you're just kind of existing rather than say, okay, let's have a crack. Let, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come in with a great attitude. I'm going to learn new stuff. I'm going I'm to, I'm, you know, and a, a big part of this is unlearning old stuff that's either no longer, no longer useful or no longer true to create the, uh, the mindset. And it's almost like clearing out the ramp and, and the cap capacity to learn new things. So when we've got older people learning new things with the, and, and also re-examining um, re things, but also becoming curious again, and curiosity is like the is that is that that's the fire that's the, that's the fuel you throw mm. you throw on the fire when you become just go curious, and spend some gets... time with young kids and just watch their curiosity and just what's the most popular question uh, uh, you know I'm thinking my three and a half year old asks why 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 because there's a curiosity Beautiful. and it's being curious and I mean I can imagine I'm I'm sort of thinking maybe someone listening to this is you know maybe in that place but they might be thinking oh that's all very well and go good but i work in a culture that is just so far away from that mm. i mean do you what, what's your opinion on that i mean I, I sort of think of the quote you know be the change that you want to see in the world Absolutely. so by being the one that actually starts changing starts becoming that could have the knock-on effect but if you're not the one necessarily responsible for creating that con that, that culture or the one at the top um I guess you could be sitting here thinking, yeah, all right, yeah, very good, but it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna happen with my, you know, with, with where I am, for example. So there's 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 a few things now. Actually, there's a couple of things. I'll just pick that lovely point about your three and a half year old. Uh, I mm -hmm. heard this stat the other day. The average three year old, and this won't surprise you at all, Adam. Apparently, asks about 300, 400 questions a day. Mm -hmm. The average adult, average, if you have a fifty three year old, asks like five questions a day. That. That is, I, I, uh, you know, <laughs> there's mums up and down the world going, oh, I, I, I wouldn't mind a few fewer questions. But that's how we look. That's how we lose curiosity, and 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 so start asking questions again. That's how curiosity comes back. So the curiosity thing is, is key to that. Um, to 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 your point, um, there's a couple of things. So the the first thing is anyone can start. And and again, look, I, I understand. I, I, what, a lot of what I'm talking about is hypothetical. There will be situations where someone's, you know, what this is a miserable place. It's got a toxic culture, and you know what? And the sorry, and the, the 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 piece I didn't finish with the, the actual key to the key to the second half hero piece. Those and I talk about four opportunities to re retire, uh, retire, redirect, reinvent, or recommit. But it's actually all about the courage to start any of them. So the yeah. the, the, the the gateway to finding your second half hero is being courageous so extending that thinking to those who maybe you know if you've if you've either tried or you think this place is so beyond redemption it's not home you know what the courageous thing to do is look to change jobs hmm. now i know that might say well, i can't yeah, but 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 if you but if you don't you're saying you know what i'm consigning i am choosing to spend another you know 10 years maybe unless I get made redundant or the company gets goes bro goes broken. If it's that badly, if the culture is that bad sooner or later, probably something like that will happen. You're choosing to spend the, the probably the best years of your life. If you're 55 to 65, you know, they're probably, they're certainly, they're certainly arguably diminishing after that in terms of your, your, your certainly your physical health and strength and so forth. Um, you know, you're choosing to go sideways 
yeah, either try and change and be, as you say, be the change you seek in your own workplace, um, or even and look to other things. And it's amazing. Funny enough, I was mentoring a guy this afternoon, who'd uh, relatively young guy, forty-five, I think he was, is, and um, you know, he he he'd spent eighteen years in in the same company, um, and he left that company, and he's now two years into another business, but and he's actually looking to leave again. And, and what he actually learned, you know, the great thing about this job he's in is that it's not a great job, but it, it showed him he could leave his other employer, his 18 year employer, because he didn't know he could. And a lot of people yeah. listen to it. You can, you, you can, it's not a life sentence, it's not prison. You can leave your current employer. And not whilst notwithstanding, I understand it's not necessarily that easy for a 40 to 50 year old to get a new job. There are opportunities out there. If you also do the self-work, if you go, to, if, you, if you turn up as a, as a miserable old unreconstructed bugger, chances are, you know, you'll, you'll find what you, you find what you're, what you're coming with. But mm. if you've got the right attitude, if you are courageous, if you are curious, and if you are doing that self-work that we've spoken about, um, and this is, I, know, I think, one of the great ways and one of the beautiful advents um, of the last probably two or three years is a podcast. Podcasts are such a great way, and this is, you know, this is a gorgeous one, obviously. Podcasts are such a great way to feed our curiosity. If you just find yeah. five or six or seven people who you know and trust and follow, and then uh, here's my, here's my advice for podcasts: don't cherry pick. So pick pick your you know, pick your starters, pick your five or six hosts you love and like, and trust them to bring into your world people ideas that will challenge you. Not necessarily who you like or you agree with or already know. Just just trust them to bring people through. And that's how curiosity can really expand your thinking, give you new ideas, new inspiration, uh, and, and give you that bit of extra edge. Um, because the reality is most people aren't doing that. Most people aren't just, most people are just, yeah, they're watching crap TV or, or just watching, or, or they're stuck in repeating patterns. And I guess the, you know, the, the, the big piece about the second half heroes is challenging ourselves to, and I, 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 my strap line is that I help people to think to do and to be more. So think, do, be more. So that means growing, that means changing, that means discovering. Um, and that means having a crack. I mean, I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd rather, yeah, do, you know, I love the, one of my favorite expressions, don't die wondering, do not spend the next decade going, oh, I wish I'd changed jobs 10 years ago, but it, was, it seemed a bit risky. I mean, gee, you get one go at this, you get one go at this life, people, you know, have a crack. Don't be reckless. I'm not. I'm absolutely not encouraging you to, you know, go and go and do a big turd on the boss's desk tomorrow morning. <laughs> not recommended. But you know, don't by all this. By also by the same token, do not feel that you are trapped. You have choices. But again, you. But that that's that. But that hand in hand with that is taking the responsibility. Mm. To, what I talk about: do the work, do the self work, do the self leadership piece. Get yourself in shape mentally, physically attitudinally, educationally, so, so that when you show up for a new role or within your, new, within your workplace, people go, wow, this mm. individual, they're bringing something. They've got energy, they've got smarts, they've got wisdom, they've got a point of view, you know, they, they got, they're collaborative, they listen, um, you know, they're, they're, great, they're, great to pe they're great people to be around. And a good question um, is, is, is to ask yourself, and when you talk to Adam about self weird how do you show up? When you come into a room right now, how do you show up? Answer that uh, question. Good question to uh, ask. That's a power. That's a powerful question because you might not like the answer. Um, so when you have that answer, it's like the next one is okay. Well, what do I need to do to change it? Exactly. Yeah. And, and, the, or how do I want to show up? I guess. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so it, it's the the question's not a bad. How do I show up? Is 
the answer to that question is, is, is fine. Whatever it is, it is. Um, mm. the, the courage piece, how do you want, how, how do I show up now? How do I want to show up? What's the work I need to do? Mm. And that's gorgeous. I don't care. I don't care whether you're a two out of 10 and you wouldn't need to be a, an eight out of 10. The, the fact you're on the journey, you're already, you've already won. You're already winning. Keep, mm. keep going. And what I've heard throughout a lot of this is we've used the word curiosity, but I think another, another, something that sort of jumps out to me listening to you is you're talking about having a sense of play back in your life. You know, we've talked about kids. Kids play. They learn by playing. We stop doing that and we stop learning to play. We take things. I mean, I'm incredibly guilty of that, of doing this exactly the same way um, in, you know, over the past. And a lot of it was when I felt like I was in a toxic environment and all the rest of it. And, and you just end up taking things so bloody seriously. And yeah. you just forget and you lose yourself. And again, it, has, it comes in, you know, comes a, a, it's that essence piece as well. It's like if you're not in tuned with yourself and what that essence is, how can you bring all of that with you with that sense of curiosity, with that sense of play to actually shine, you know, do the thing that you do so well? And help other people around you. I mean, I, I just, I, I believe that the only way you can make a change in the world is helping, realistically, the person next to you, so that they can help the person next to them, and so on and so on and so on. And yeah, that's that's nice. how I view things. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's so much in there. What I do want to come into though, um, before we let you go, because I am also aware that it is uh, uh, late in the day for you, but I couldn't let you go without talking about some of the things that you do um within your business personally to, to 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 have had the success that you've had as a as a, an independent consultant as a mentor as a as a leader as a trainer and how you've gone about um attracting clients to you um what are some of your go-to um strategies tips ideas that you could share to uh, to anyone listening yeah yeah nice so so the the, 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 the i um, as we've as we've touched about, I mean, it, it, I think for most people on on this journey, it's it's a meandering road uh, that, that our own hero's journey. There's, there's ups and downs. When you start off, there are more downs than ups. I think for most people, um, what I one of the few things I've done consistently well from the start was content creation. So, um, and it's funny, it loops back. I mean, I was I was a, I was a corporate leader in in, in media sales and and latterly. Uh, in, 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 in some other things, but I actually, I, I actually had an English degree that I'd forgotten, I'd completely forgotten about, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, but it's funny how things come when, when you start yeah. to create your own career and build, I guess. Oh, isn't it funny how, how few people actually use the degree? I did politics and economics. I mean, what the hell is that all about? It, it, um, it, it, it only dawned on me sort of belated. You know, I used to like doing this and that's kind of what happens. So I've always done the content creation. So, um, and again, that, that the content creation. So I write a weekly blog and as I say, I, that, 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 that I collated that to become my first book time to shine. Um, and that creates a body of work that, and that in turn creates your professional brand that tells the story of who you are, that creates that differentiation and influence. So, you know, that is so important. And I, th and I think, Adam, it's actually more, it's becoming increasingly important because the marketplace, even in the seven or eight years that I've been playing as a solopreneur on my own outside of corporate, has got more and more noisy and more and more congested. Um, with, you know, the world and his wife are now doing auto emails and so forth, you know, 
Um, and you, that didn't used to be possible for, 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 for sort of small individuals. But now both, both you and I, for example, use email autoresponders. So both yeah. you and I are capable, yeah. And there's millions of emails flying all over the place. Mm -hmm. So it's got even noisier than it ever was. So creating your own content along the lines we've spoken about, being authentic, being holistic, painting the whole picture of your essence and who you are. That's mm -hmm. really important. I've done that consistently well. And what that- and Do you find, Mark, just before you, because yeah. I, I want to ask you the question, do you find that a lot of people, when they hear that, create your own content, they immediately go to that, oh, right, I need to be informative. I need to be yeah. educational, that kind of thing, rather than actually going back to that essence thing and thinking, well, it's, it's how I tell stories. Stories about you that you can link back to how that is relevant to a particular client or anything like that. So that you, because at the end of the day, people, I think we, we covered it earlier, is it's, it's people are not starved for information. In fact, they've got too much. They, they don't need enough. They want context. They want wisdom, but they also want to be inspired. Yeah. If you think, what are the most shared things on social media? They're not how-to guides. They are inspirational um memes videos stories all that kind of thing absolutely yeah so why would you only do how-to stuff yeah and so and so this is this is interesting so so you know so the the brand the the, the content things become really really important and um the for most most people listening to this so most prof if you're professionals and probably many or most of you are then linkedin is the obvious platform um and pretty much everyone, every profession is on LinkedIn. And actually LinkedIn, and, 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 um, LinkedIn is actually, I think, very underutilized. So um, the reality of LinkedIn is that whilst every, pretty much every professional and his dog is on it, fewer than 10% fewer than of people who are actually uh, on LinkedIn create content. So if you do, you're, you're one in 10. But the reality is most of that content is pretty boring along the lines of what you're talking about, Adam. And I actually think there's a massive opportunity uh, uniquely on LinkedIn because all the other media, Facebook and Instagram and all those, and I've decided not really to play on those because I'm, I'm concentrating solely on LinkedIn. LinkedIn well, and so few people do. To the mm -hmm. extent, um, and this sounds like a shameless plug, but let me explain, let me give some context. I've actually created a, a, a new a new um, platform called the LinkedIn Accelerator Club. I'm co-creating it with a, with, a, with a friend of mine called Lynn Kazali. And the reason the reason we've actually done this is called LinkedIn Accelerator Club. Uh, why am I breaking that down? What it actually does is 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 we we, we Every morning, there's there's the opportunity for, for 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 a group of us in the club to share. So we we, we do a little post on LinkedIn, short, you know, on the, and this is in the LinkedIn post section, which that's only I think it's 300 characters limit, so two or three paragraphs. Take you 10 minutes to write something, you post it, uh, then you share the link with the club and everyone else in the club in, in about the last in the same 10 or 15 minutes, likes or comments on it. And what that does, that means everyone posts, everyone's post gets picked up by the algorithm, it gets boosted. So that's where it gets accelerated. Um, but that's that's cool, and that, that that's great. Mm. But what's really important about the LinkedIn Accelerator Club and the club thing is the important thing. It's the community piece. Is that we all show up, not maybe every day, but two or three times a week. There's that kind of sense of, hey, we're in this club, we've got to do this together. And guess what? When we when we, there's a sense of obligation, in the same way as you know, the hardest way to get get fit. Is, is, is to is to get in the garage and get some weights and try and do it all on your own best way to get fit 
is to get in a, a, a gym club or even the better way to get as fit as do what I do and row, row a surfboat because you have to show up. You mm. cannot not show up. Someone doesn't show up. Or get a doesn't. personal trainer because you've got someone else that is expecting and holding you accountable. And holding and, you And that's kid. the power. Yeah, that's the power of a club. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, anything like carrying on the fitness example. Last night, I mean, I play football on Tuesday night. I still play mm. football. My knees haven't completely gone. But <laughs> last night was horrendous. Literally, it was raining sideways. Yeah. And my wife looks at me and she goes, why on earth are you going out in that? Yeah. And I said, well, because everyone else is. And if I'm the only one that doesn't go, what does that say about me? And that's, that's exactly right. There's a, there's a, there's a, I don't know if you're aware of, there's a, there's a great book by a bestselling uh, book on, uh, on creating habits by a guy called James Clear. And he wrote a book called Atomic Habits. Mm-hmm. And it's an awesome book. And it's, it's like New York bestseller and all the rest of it. And, and he, he said that the way, the way to create a habit is join a community where your, your target behavior is the normal behavior. So it's exactly mm-hmm. that. So if you, want to, if you want to get fit, go to a gym where there's a gym class where everyone's doing the same thing. So if you want to create great content to build your influence, build your brand, build your confidence um, to, to win business, and, and which, is, which is the answer to your, your, your first question, join a club where that's the normal behavior. And guess mm-hmm. what? There's not many places that's the normal behavior. So whilst LinkedIn, for example, has got this amazing platform, the reality is that most people don't do it. Or if they do do it, they do it like once a month or once mm-hmm. every quarter or something. They've got a couple of little stranded little bits of thinking out there. Um, and, you know, it's not enough. Whereas if you can do no. it throughout, through our platform, and the reason we've created this platform is to get people to do it together. And when we do it together, it gets done. And you go from having no content to maybe 10 or 15 or 20 pieces of little, little bite-sized bits of content that you're putting out there. We're playful around it. So we might have video weeks. So we're making, we're doing videos on LinkedIn. No one does videos on LinkedIn. So we're going to do them all together. And some will be awesome and some will be shit. And then we'll laugh about the good ones and we'll laugh yeah. about the bad ones. But is it like your football thing? We'll all do it together. And mm. that's, the, that's the kind of game we need, the games we need to play to show up well. But by the same token, there's no one listening to this podcast who what I've just described is not achievable for. It's a little bit mm. of discipline, a little bit of investment. And, you know, for literally 10 minutes a day, maybe two or three times a week at seven o'clock in the morning, you've got to play that little LinkedIn game I, I explained. And mm. then what? Instead of having no social media content, professional social media content, you can have 10 or 15 pieces per month. And you watch what that does in terms of, and the reason, sorry, the reason you create content is to create connection. So when you mm. create, you go, it goes, content leads to connection. And when you, and you, so anyone likes or talks on your post, you, 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 you invite them to join. Mm. And on LinkedIn, that is very, very successful, as you would know. And then once it's you've got about, connection, yeah. once you've got connection, you've got conversation. And there's not a sales yeah. converse, there's not a sales, there's not a sale in the world that didn't start with a conversation between two human pe- human beings. Even in the technological age, you know, it's yeah. ro- robots don't buy from robots. Humans buy from humans. And then well, that's the what end, I that call, um, <clears throat> that's what I call conversational relationship marketing. That's the entire approach that's that I it. take. you're not marketing to make a sale your marketing is there to create conversations with people that you could potentially add value to do business with or collaborate with either now or in the future and it's all about how do you start those conversations linkedin is a fantastic place to do that it is underutilized the beauty about linkedin it's still got that organic reach that has just disappeared from a lot of the other ones if you know how to do it and if you build that connection and that community because yeah the algorithm i think it depends on what you read it's like it decides what it's going to linkedin decides how many people is going to show it's it's like 10 percent of your network and then if it gets 
an amount in the first hour it then puts it out to more and blah blah blah, blah and that's it snowballs no, that, and that's, that, that's, that's right yeah yeah but but so, but but it still comes back then but that's the point i mean that that bump to we're not talking about buying reach or buying no. that doesn't work that's not that's not the game we're playing the, the, the fact there's two games the main game and it leaps back to what we spoke about at the top of the conversation if you're if you are going if you're displaying your essence and your whole authentic self and putting yourself out there, you create that draw to you to as you just said you attract the people you want to do business and there's no mm. point having a hundred thousand people who don't know you yeah, the, these 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 are these are bonds. These these are these are these are connections that actually are meaningful, um, and you grow them slowly over time. That's a powerful tribe. You're growing around you, your idea, and that's more than enough to create a great business from. You don't need thousands and thousands of people, but you need people who do know like no you know know mm. like trust and 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 have an affinity with you. And that's coming back to you. What that's coming back why when we create that brand and that influence piece in the first one, it needs to be authentic. So when people mm. do these sort of, uh, and you see organizations, they get some PR version, they smash out some shiny, inauthentic, and it's clearly a blast kind of thing. And they go, oh, it's great, we've got all these numbers. But it doesn't gel and, we're, and we've become very, very, I think, um, discerning about who we give our attention to. And we say, oh, that's, yeah, that we're not buying that. That's that's too slick to be real. That's why the vulnerability piece is very important. As long as it's authentic, not feigned vulnerability, authentic vulnerability. This is who I am, warts and all. This is what we aspire to. This is what we do well. We stuffed up the other day. This is what we learned. Those are the conversations that will attract the people who, know, who like your particular style. And around that, you can build a business. And just tell stories. Um, Absolutely. It's, it's, yeah, you, you can tell a story in a minute. You can tell a story in two minutes. You can, something can happen in your day and you can think, oh, there's a story in that that I can link, you know, chuck out your phone, talk about it, put it on LinkedIn or something like that. Like it's, yeah. it's so, it's so simple. And there's just little things like that that you can do. Or you can sort of think back to events in your life that has happened and are there little stories in your life, you know, your business life, your personal life all that kind of stuff. And can you just literally wax lyrical? Just think of all the, the amount of stories that you tell people all the time and just tell those, but link it a little bit to the value that a, a potential client would get and share it. Yeah, that's right. And and, and the, the irony of all of this, Adam, is that, the, and I, I always do this circle, the, the, whole, the whole conversation we've had is actually, it's about, it's, about a, the, it's about a journey back to find out who we really are. Get rid of all the artifice, all the stuff that other people say about us, all our own, the shit in our own head, and we come back. And what all we're saying is is just show up at, at your authentic self. But that just is four four little words, four little letters. But it's in that's that can be a that's a shit ton of work to actually be able to show up as who you are. So coming back to you know my, my sort of time to shine journey in nine years. I have learned now, I show up, what you see is what you get, what, what you get on social media, what you're getting on this program, it's who I am. And I, I, you know, I've, I've done a lot of work to be able to show up as who I am. I'm not saying I'm perfect by a long, by a long, by a long chalk. And I'm not saying everyone needs to like me. I I'm not, not trying to appeal to everyone. In fact, that's what you, you mustn't, don't be vinegar, don't try and appeal to the room. Just be who you are and attract the people who you who will want to who, who who resonate with you and mm. they'll want to do business with you and do life with you and and, and and partner with you in all kinds of different ways that's the game you're playing so but it's a it, you know the irony is it can be a, a lot of work to get to the point where you can show up at your authentic self um and when you do it's easy because you don't have to oh what shall i write would you mm. i'll just tell stories about my life today this happened and that it, happened. there's a lot of layers that oh. are uh, you know 
above that authentic self and you know however you want to do you know there's a lot of belief there's a lot of conditioning and i've worked with people um that have helped me uncover a lot of that stuff it's hard work it's emotional work it's it's tough but my god i mean i i wouldn't be able to sit and you know do this sort of thing and, and do the kind of things that i'm now doing because i didn't really know who i was as i said i was always imitating other people i was a great chameleon mm. did i know who i was no absolutely no idea not really i'd got so used to sort of blending in i didn't know i didn't know who uh who adam was i still don't 100 percent. i'm getting there but it only comes by one foot in front of the other and just just going yeah, forward and, and there's just so much value in just taking that first step and just trying yeah, and, and and it comes back exactly what you said, I think, right at the beginning of the podcast. It's about being self-aware. And it's like we, we, we mm. never get there. Um, but And, of course, who we are keeps evolving, keeps changing. Um, and that, and it needs to, because if we don't keep evolving and changing, we become stuck. You mm. know, and what, I mean, one, for example, one of, the, one of the things that's said about a lot of, uh, um, you know, sort of uh, especially men in their 30s, they, they, still, they still act like teenagers. You know, they don't, they won't take responsibility for things. They won't commit to relationships and so forth. So, yeah, one of my friends is a psychologist talks about this a lot. So, you know, there's, there's a, there's, we, we've got to, we've got to, it all comes up. We need to do the work, the self-work uh, based on self-awareness and then lead ourselves to actually get the best possible, best possible version of ourselves out into the world. And when we do, it can only be good. It'd be good for us, good for our families, good for our businesses, good for society you know and that, that might, might sound a bit grandiose i don't know if it does but i tell you what i believe i believe it utterly i believe it utterly um and well, I it's, it's yeah. like i it, it's it's like my belief it's, it's you, if you concentrate on helping the person next to you yeah to be able to help the next person then that's where you create a change and the only person you can really ever change is yourself mm. you can't change what anyone else thinks believes does you just don't have that power you're not that special the only thing you can do is change yourself the way you show up mm. and hope that that sets as an example and leads other people to follow yeah. that example now not everyone is going to be ready to follow it but there will, there will be someone and you can be that change that you want to see in the world which i think sort of sums things up quite nicely so mark i am so grateful for this conversation it's uh it, it's been fascinating um so many things and 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 yeah you're doing such good such good work in terms of your vision and your mission and your why of, of what you're doing for people and i think it's something that that it's people are crying out for certainly in the uh you know the second half hero type of thing and i mean i, I it's interesting that you also said you're going to have multiple second halves i've already had a second half i had a second half when i was 33 mm. i walked out of a toxic environment i literally got up and walked out in the middle of a meeting because of a toxic individual that was basically the guy at the top and i just went i cannot accept that kind of behavior towards everybody in the room by the way it wasn't it wasn't actually me that was going at, and i just sort of stood up and said how can we allow, allow this to happen mm. and he told me to sit down and shut up and i went okay thanks very much i'm gonna go to the toilet and then i'm gonna bring back my uh, my resignation thanks very much and it was yeah. just it was just that whole i can't do it yeah yeah. I didn't know what I was doing afterwards, but that was my first second half. That was, and, and, and what did that start with, Adam? Courage. Knowing who I am. Yeah, and well, it was knowing who I want and knowing my value courage, that I would. But it was the courage to start, as opposed to what most people were doing, was like, oh, I, I wish I could, but I'll just sit there and take it. 
So yeah, it started with courage. So well done. Yeah, that's it's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it was one of those things. So yeah, uh, so much, so much in there. And um, first of all, if someone's interested in the LinkedIn Accelerator Club, that's linkedinacceleratorclub.com. Mm-hmm. So go check that out. Um, check out the book. Um, that's on your website. Is that yeah. right? Uh, yeah, which is markhodgen.com.au. Yeah. And um, second half hero, is there anything up for that yet? Because I know that this is something that is being worked not, on for next year. Not yet. We're, uh, we've got a busy, sorry, I'm in the Southern Hemisphere. I've got, I've got a busy summer of, uh, of writing and planning and, 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 uh, and so forth around the second half. Second, sorry, mm. second half hero. But yeah, it's, uh, she's coming in 2020. She's coming. Uh, yeah. And then the other thing, Adam, as well, actually, and I'll send you a link to this. I've got a, um, I've got a lovely little diagnostic tool called the My Influencer Diagnostic. Uh, you answer nine questions, uh, and it, it you work out where you sit on the influence dial from. And it goes from asleep to awesome. So it goes uh, asleep, agitated, active, amplified, and awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's a really, and basically you, 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 do, you do the nine questions, you find out where you are on the influence style and you get a personalized report. It's all free of charge, but you, you get a personalized report that gives you some steps as to whichever stage you're at to help you move you towards mm-hmm. uh, the, 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 the next, the next stage. And I talk about the whole idea of influence and, and professional brand. Awesome. So, so uh, I'll send you the link for that. I'm very, very, very uh, happy for people to jump on that and have awesome. a go. At that. And I'll, uh, yeah, I'll drop that in the show notes link. And uh, yeah, make sure you go and check it out. It sounds awesome. So Mark, thanks again ever so much. As I say, it's been fascinating. Um, I think we could have talked into 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 the wee hours for you know for you over there, and I could have been uh, <laughs> late for my dinner. So uh, yeah, being only sort of at eleven o'clock, but um, yeah, I, I've thoroughly enjoyed the conversation, Mark. Thank you ever so much for uh, making the time for being here, sharing your wisdom as well as your expertise, and um, yeah, just just showing us your essence. And I think that's been fantastic. So Mark, thanks ever so much, and happy fishing. Thank you, my friend. Really appreciate. It. Really appreciate. It. Very much enjoyed it. Thanks, Adam. Thanks so much for tuning into the show today. I know there are a lot of podcasts you could be listening to, but you've chosen this one and I'm truly grateful for that. And if you've enjoyed this week's episode, I'd love if you could just take a few quick minutes to share your thoughts and leave an honest rating review for the show over on iTunes. It's not only important for helping others discover the show, but I also read each and every submission personally and they really do mean the world to me. So thanks very much in advance and happy fishing.